This is the FM Gold Channel of All India Radio. In the program News Analysis, we now bring you a discussion on strengthening stability in Jammu and Kashmir. The participants are Prafulla Ketkar, political analyst, and Vijay Kranti, journalist. Today we are going to discuss the situation in Jammu and Kashmir and uh, the international reactions which we are noticing from all over the world. How would you assess how the world has taken India's decision to do away with those provisions of 370 which were keeping Jammu Kashmir separate from rest of India? I think we have diplomatically very successfully conveyed to the world that it is an internal matter of India's democracy. It is our constitutional prerogative to either amend or abrogate certain articles. And we did that. We have amended Article 370 and we removed 35A to a presidential order, which had come through a presidential order. So it is just a replacing a presidential order. Now, I think today's statement by President Macron, when our Prime Minister is visiting France, is a good indication, where he has clearly stated that it is a bilateral issue and ultimately it is India and Pakistan who has to find solution about it. And it's very interesting. Of course, President Macron's statement is quite significant. But even if otherwise you see from almost every country, the reaction has been same. Even those Islamic countries which used to stand by Pakistan on every issue, irrespective of knowing that Pakistan was right or wrong, you see change in their attitude, in their approach towards it. Organization of Islamic countries refused to side with Pakistan. Do you think this change has come because of some reasons? See, there are two aspects to it. Let's discuss Pakistan first. Now, today only the Asia-Pacific group of FATF, that is looking after the terror funding issue, has already blacklisted Pakistan. So, Pakistan is already in the grey list at international level. In October, they are going to be tested at internationally whether they have done something substantially or not. So, Pakistan is going through a huge credibility crisis at international level. And this has been there for a long time. But what has changed dramatically is the other side of it. The way we have carved out our foreign policy, especially under Modi regime, that we completely renegotiated our relationship with each and every country. First of all, we stopped doing this differentiation between big countries, small countries in last five years. There is not a single country in this world where at least a minister level delegation See, has actually, not visited. Actually, going matter of fact, in the very first three, four months of Modi government, in the first tenure, they had already done it. Whether it was Prime Minister himself, the Rashtrapati, Vice President or Foreign Minister, no, they have been to almost entire globe. So, I think that is a change where the world has had a new chance to know India. Not just that, if you see the way we have coordinated entire strategy, what we are doing in the UN, what we are doing on trade negotiations or energy related issues or environment related issues. Like for example, uh, former Foreign Minister Sushma Swaraj, she herself and her two deputies visited almost 110 countries in five years tenure. This is really remarkable. So you develop a new kind of chemistry. No, it is not just a formal diplomatic relationship. It is almost a one-to-one -one relationship at the leadership level. Thanks to that, we haven't lost any single election in any of the international fora. So that shows that India's stature, credibility and strength is all-time high. 
एट द सेम टाइम एज इफ यू सी पाकिस्तानी मीडिया एंड वॉट पाकिस्तानी इंटेलेक्चुअल्स आर डिस्कसिंग दे आर रियली फ्रस्ट्रेटेड विथ द स्टैंड ऑफ ओआईसी अपियर टू बी वेरी शॉक्ट एंड ऑब्वियसली दे हैव वेरी गुड रीजन फॉर इट बिकॉज ओआईसी वॉज वन फोरम विच पाकिस्तान रिलाइड ऑलवेज इंडिया हैज बीन एबल टू विन रिलेशनशिप विथ डिफरेंट कंट्रीज बाई इन्वॉल्विंग दैम इंक्लूडिंग दैम इन वन और अदर वे इन टू देअर स्ट्रेटेजिक इंटरेस्ट और बिजनेस इंटरेस्ट और अदर वैल्यू सिस्टम सो डोंट यू थिंक दिस इज अनदर एस्पेक्ट ऑफ सक्सेस ऑफ मोदी गवर्नमेंट विच हैज हेल्प्ड इंडिया ऑन द कश्मीर इश्यू दिस टाइम सर्टनली वी आर एक्सप्लोरिंग न्यू सिविलाइजेशनल डायमेंशन टू अवर फॉरन पॉलिसी एंड डिप्लोमेसी दैट इज क्वाइट विजिबल इन अवर ईस्टर्न साइड ऑल्सो एंड इवन ऑन द वेस्ट In fact, all other relationships also with many other countries used to be hyphenated, and therefore, somewhere balancing of whether if you are visiting Israel, then you have to think about Palestine issue. If you want to Saudi, then you have to balance Iran. So we always thought in terms of hyphenated relationship, and it started with right from Cold War days when we tried to balance between USSR and USA. But now it appears to be one to one. It's one to one. It's on issue based. in multilateral forums we are still aligning with most of the developing countries for our strategic and trade related interest but at the same time when it comes to military level engagement we purchasing equipments or trade related issues and we successfully brought the biggest aspect in this is we successfully brought terrorism as the key issue i remember sushma ji's yes. one speech where she clearly said that there cannot be the bigger human rights violation than terrorism itself so yes. if we are discussing human rights then we have to discuss terrorism and that is where i would say that uh, indian government has been quite successful in underlining terrorism as part of pakistan's foreign policy which has created a new image or which has helped the world to understand pakistan in this perspective so perhaps that is how you find when we see that uh, the world is supporting india on kashmir many times we find that it's they are not much worried about what india is doing in kashmir they are more worried about how pakistan looks at it and that itself has as a corollary has helped india that world is now more aligned to to india on kashmir and uh, pakistan has become almost if i can use a term paria untouchable so that is a remarkable thing don't you think that is in fact many people from international media they used to ask me immediately after this decision of the government to you know amend 370 they asked me why now i said you know my understanding is uh, there could not have been you know more opportune time than this when the us is withdrawing from afghanistan and there is a possibility of you know the diversion of entire taliban and all these rogue elements towards kashmir this is the most you know reelected stable government with thumping majority national opinion completely in favor of taking such decisive action international opinion by and large in favor of india uh, barring china nobody in fact dare to take even uh, stand uh, you you raise the issue of china but unfortunately for china china has failed miserably in united nations so don't you think now it's going against china itself no that was quite visible from the nsg issue and the way the entire masood azhar issue and us threat that almost isolation of china on declaring him as a designate him as a terrorist so everywhere we are contesting and you know countering chinese thing china unfortunately sees india more as a, you know existential threat kind of thing in asia without realizing the fact that many of the trade and development related issues 
issues we are on common platform but ultimately the key lies in we shouldn't forget and china shouldn't forget that they are having 55 billion dollars surplus when it comes to trade with india let's come back to kashmir the situation they are inside now we have discussed the international side of it let's uh, talk about the the internal situation going by the reaction overall general reaction in ladakh people have welcomed removal of 370 and creation of union territory status for ladakh they have welcomed it jammu people are you know celebrating it and in kashmir itself a good part of kashmiris appear to be not siding with the separatists and now do you think in the new situation we can hope that some wisdom will prevail as far as uh, the leadership of parties like pdp national conference and the congress version of uh, kashmir somewhere they will get some wisdom see they are fighting there actually the, it's a question of their survival they have sold this issue for last 70 years they sold it as a unique identity they have sold it as a special status to the common people but in the garb of that they actually misruled they misgoverned they didn't allow constitutional you know remedies to reach to them they didn't allow governance and development related fruits to reach to the common kashmiri masses and that grievance actually turned into some kind of alienation and separatism you you have raised the right issue of the kashmiri people getting a new chance of uh, development at local level recently there was a, a big change i would say that it was a kind of new milestone a watershed in the history of uh, jammu kashmir when panchayat elections were have taken place this time this is second time when uh, panchayat elections were taking place the local parties national conference and pdp especially they had openly threatened there will be blood bath and the whole kashmir will be on fire if you conduct these panchayat elections but unfortunately for them the local people's enthusiasm was so much that more in spite of boycott call by national conference by pdp by hurriyat and all separatist groups 80% of people kashmiris voted for their panchayats and the central government they had already promised they have already transferred 35000 crore rupees to the direct accounts of the panchayat itself so they have started using it so this new freedom this new self respect the new self confidence that the villagers through their panches and youth sarpanches what they are receiving it's going to change the direction of uh, kashmiri politics certainly see we should understand that decentralized and participatory democracy has been the soul of india we believed always in very decentralized and panchayat level models one secondly we are forgetting most important fact that as i said the anger was against the so called mainstream parties as well as the separatists it has to be vented out somewhere that's why when it comes to assembly or lok sabha elections that anger was visible and lesser voting used to take place but when they got this opportunity to elect their own people on the ground who can deliver whom they can question whom they can you know give their priorities they immediately responded and i think this will give a chance not just for peace but new kind of participatory development new kind of leadership this much. participation i would say is let us expect it from some other sources also for example the women of jammu and kashmir they have been first time given equal rights scheduled tribes who were not given any right for last 70 years removal of 370 gives them those rights then there are refugees from west pakistan 
the four generations are living there and they don't have any even right to send their child to the sarkari senior school and they are getting those rights they were not allowed to even vote for panchayat or the assembly they were only allowed to vote for lok sabha they are going to be participant and contest there so this support which is totally invisible so far don't you think this is going to change the direction again and the color of uh, politics here certainly see till now we have been speaking about four or five districts of the valley and in whether national discourse or international discourse those you know the stone pelters or trouble makers who were they who was sponsoring them where was the money coming from this government tracked the terror funding issue nia actually registered cases the misuse of jammu kashmir bank that was nabbed and only after that this decision was taken so they are cornered they are in small numbers and they are cornered now by and large people are eager to be part of the democratic participatory development process so this is where what brings us to the point that since uh, 370 was amended and uh, since the new changes have come to jammu and kashmir we are seeing a surge of support from those individual sources which otherwise used never to be counted and only people who were counted were those people from those four five districts of kashmir valley so now with this change uh, let us hope that not only as it is happening outside india that india is getting support on kashmir the environment is going to change within kashmir and the new political environment is going to provide a big and a level playing field to those uh, communities of jammu and kashmir who have been denied their rights for last 70 years so thank you mr kedkar for participation thank you very much thank you you were listening to a discussion on strengthening stability in jammu and kashmir the participants were prafulla kedkar political analyst and vijay kranti journalist this program is produced and presented by the news services division of all india radio This program is also available on our website newsonair.com. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks@gmail.com.